Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nault here with another Ask Me Anything episode. This is audio pulled from my weekly Facebook Live, which you can catch every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central at facebook.com slash the Clovis culture. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps, and it truly means the world to me. Thank you. As always, this episode is brought to you by Clovis. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis, and I am in the business of changing people's lives for the better. I am a certified nutritional therapist, and I have helped over 1,000 people just like you transform their health and wellness. And I want to work with you. To prove it, I'm going to give you a free seven-day trial, which will give you full-blown access to all of the exclusive members-only content that Clovis has to offer. Just visit iamclovis.com slash start. I-A-M-C-L-O-V-I-S dot com slash start. You will find videos of yours truly, and you will find some incredible transformation stories from real-life Clovis clients. You will be shocked by the incredible stories that these brave individuals have to tell, stories of full-blown life transformation. 50 pounds in eight weeks, 40 pounds in 60 days, 19 pounds in 21 days, 100 pounds in six months. You name it, I have a client who has done it. And you can too. Check out IamClovis.com slash start and get started with your free trial today. If you'd like to check out my physical products, I just want to let you know that if you go to IamClovis.com right now, I-A-M-C-L-O-V-I-S.com, you can get bags of select formulas of the Perfect Paleo Powder for just $30 a bag, which is absolutely insane. This is the lowest price in the history of Clovis, the lowest price I have ever offered on the Perfect Paleo Powder. And once these bags sell out, they are gone forever. I want to repeat that. These products will not be manufactured again. Once they sell out, they are gone forever. So if you love these formulas, if you love Digest and Rest, the pre-workout formula, the post-workout formula, if you really love these formulas, you need to get your hands on as many bags as you possibly can right now because once they sell out, they are gone for good. I highly suggest that you go ahead and stockpile the formulas that you love. The sealed bags can hang out in your pantry for as long as you need them to, and there is no limit on how many bags you can buy. You can literally just get on there and buy to your heart's content Also, there is no coupon code, there is no special instructions, no nothing. By the time you hear this, the prices will already be changed and updated on the I Am Clovis website. So head over to IamClovis.com, get your hands on $30 bags of the Perfect Paleo Powder right now before everybody else does because once they sell out, they're gone for good. That's it. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? It's Justin. Welcome to Live Ask Me Anything, number 90. That was a last-second catch. The podcast was not recording. I was like, three, two, one, turn on the podcast. Oh, God, okay, record, good. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Justin. We did it. Hey, I'm here, AMA number 90. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Sorry I'm just a couple minutes late. I was on the Instagrams making sure that I can 
do the swipe up and get people to come in here and ask all the questions and all of the things. And I've been working my tail off today and had an interesting little little thing happen today. I went and got an EEG map done and I realized I forgot to share the picture on social media. I should do that. I need to get better at the social media stuff. But I had a whole freaking EEG strapped to my head. I'll show you guys the pictures and um, it's, it's mapping out how my brain works for something called Neurooptimal, which I've done a ton of Neurooptimal in the past. Um, but now I've reached a point with this Clovis thing where people offer me stuff, which is really cool. <laughs> like I was at the holistic dentist. I have a holistic and biological dentist now and I'm working on jaw alignment and I got a 20% discount because I'm Justin from Clovis. I was like, wait, what? What just happened? This is freaking ridiculous. Wait, what? It absolutely blew my mind. So that was really cool. And I was like, well, this is weird because I spent my whole damn life trying to be a, a famous musician, right? It's just weird how things work. It's weird how the universe works. But um, anyway, this guy was super cool and actually knew about my podcast. He'd read blog articles and had listened to a couple of my shows. Um, and that was awesome. It just really worked out well. And it was cool that he was here in town. He, I don't think he even realized that I was here in town, like knew of my show, but didn't know that I was here in Nashville. Anyway, really cool stuff. Working on jaw alignment, which is a little weird because we actually did a lot of jaw work yesterday. And um, I've had headaches since, which is it. Guys, as a Clovis guy, I, I, I cannot remember the last time I've had a headache that didn't include alcohol, right? Like I don't get headaches. A headache is not a part of my life, ever. Migraines, people talk about migraines, headaches, all these things. I've yet to come across a client that I can't fix this issue in if they listen to what I tell them. Um, headaches and migraines and all these things is just not something that I've ever had to deal with. Um, so it's a little bit concerning. I have this this weird headache on the side of my head um, that I know is from manipulating this jaw. So I'm getting a splint put in that's going to shift my jaw forward while I sleep. Um, if you remember on the last podcast, I did this and showed you that every time I open my mouth, my jaw clicks. I don't make it do that. It literally happens every time my jaw opens past a certain point. It's been that way for a very long time. Um, but anyway, so working with this holistic and biological dentist, which is a lot like a functional medicine doctor, MD versus like a traditional doctor. Anyway, long story short, can't even remember where I was going with that, but I did that yesterday and then did the EEG thing, strapped my head today, which was really cool. They wanted to talk to me about the same thing. They were asking me about the Clovis Culture podcast and all these things and asking if I thought that I could get people to them locally. But the biggest thing is, you know, I don't, I don't really know how many Clovis people are here in Nashville. So whenever I'm dealing with a physical location, it's like, well, I can certainly try to help you promote your business if I believe in it. Like, absolutely. But I just don't know how many people are local. I think there are some Nashville people here in the academy. Anyway, I'm rambling. What's up, everybody? What's up, Anna? What's up, Annis? What's up, Catherine, Jackie, Judy, Caitlin, Cameron, Clint? What's up, everybody? How you doing? All right, so this is AMA number 90, and I got some really cool questions from you guys. Really cool stuff. I just went through them quickly for a couple of minutes before we jumped on here, so uh, don't mind me here. that I'm going to be doing a lot of spitballing this episode, which I do most episodes. You guys are used to it by now. Uh, just busy lately. That's all there is to it. Just crazy busy, but it's cool. Life is good. Um, life has been significantly busier and a little more tricky to navigate since the Airbnb. I got to be honest, since this Airbnb just exploded and I'm gone literally four days a week, I'm out of my own house, um, which is starting to get a little bit tough. It's a little jarring. The money is ridiculous. It's, it's like really hard to walk away from, but it's becoming a, a little bit of an issue of, um, you know, this house is so perfectly optimized for me. My stand-up desk, my gym, my infrared sauna, my coffee rig with all my fancy biodynamic coffee and grinders and electric kettle and all these things. It's just, it really, 
is helpful if you're going to be a high performance entrepreneur to really have these systems in place and set up. It's very jarring to go stay at my mom's house or go stay at my dad's house or whatever, you know, just kind of be in this weird situation where I'm on the move all the time. Um, Anyway, again, just rambling. So let's dig into some questions, everybody. As you guys know, um, I have some questions that were submitted at ama.iamclovis.com, some great ones that I think all of you are going to be really interested in. Um, that said, if you want me to continue on a certain question, like we have one about health insurance tonight that I think is going to be really interesting for a lot of you guys to dig into. So if you have further questions on it, hit me in the comments. I want to answer your comments as well and um, keep, the, keep the conversation going. I want this to kind of be a two-way conversation, particularly when I'm just sitting at the kitchen table hanging with you guys, you know? When I have a big giant uh, whiteboard presentation, it's a little different because there's something I'm usually trying to get across to you, like the last one, which was the no, your brain does not need carbs. Um, great episode. I love that episode. All right, so let's dig in. Let's start with question number one. Uh, this one is quick and easy. I had to throw it in here because I know that I am obsessed with this brand and I know a lot of you are too. So let's dive into this question. Quick question. Bubby's pickles are amazing. I noticed their bread and butter pickle slices, which are so good, list some sugar. Should I stick to the kosher dills? Yes, you should stick to the kosher dills. And I've actually never tried the Bubby's bread and butter pickles or whatever, but I see them because they're right there next to the Bubby's that I buy. Now, the reason why I say you should avoid them, I can't recommend them to you unless you have tremendous self-awareness and unless you have godlike discipline and willpower. And what I mean by that is you're basically taking like an incredibly healthy food, right? Like I love fermented foods. Fermented foods are just great. And even like people that are carnivore, people that are like strict carnivore do seem to do really well with some of these fermented foods, fermented pickles, sauerkraut, whatever. Um, I use a lot of sauerkraut, love Bubby's sauerkraut, and I love Bubby's pickles. I have Bubby's pickles every day. For sure, probably one or two pickles a day, you know, but I use just the kosher dills. And what I mean by this is you're basically taking like a health food and turning it into what we would call like a hyper palatable food. That said, like if you eat an entire jar of Bubby's bread and butter pickles, I mean, one, you'd probably feel really sick. Two, you'd probably get like, I don't know, like 20 grams of sugar or something like that. Like it's, you know, it's not like you're going to be, it's not like drinking a can of Coca-Cola or something like that. So it's not horrible. But the issue is that one serving of these is probably just a few slices of these Bubby pickles. You know, so you're dealing with like a few slices of Bubby's pickles probably has like a few grams of sugar. I don't know if I had to guess it's probably, you know, three to five grams of sugar or something like that when they're doing these this kind of bread and butter flavor. But I just can't recommend this to be like a normal part of your diet. And another thing I want to touch on here is just the idea of habits and self sabotage. So like the more sweet stuff you eat, the more you're training that muscle, if that makes sense. Like you're kind of training the sweet muscle. You're literally training the sweet taste buds. As you guys know in the beginning of Clovis, like I'm trying to retrain your taste buds. And what happens a lot of the times, like people will come into Clovis and they think that like 70% dark chocolate is gross. You know, like it's just so bitter. How do you eat this? This is gross. And like 70% dark chocolate to me is like so sweet. I can have a nibble, like my head will cave in, right? I can't, I can't eat 70% dark chocolate. That's how sweet it is. And then people will think that this is really gross and bitter. Three months into Clovis, they're eating like Taza 95% wicked dark chocolate. And they think it's amazing. They're like, this is delicious candy. Your taste buds literally change. And for most of us with a standard American diet, most of our lives, our taste buds have been completely hijacked and screwed since we were little babies, right? We don't know. Like if you were to go to a, a hunter-gatherer tribe 
in some distant rainforest that's never been exposed to white sugar and hand them 70% dark chocolate, they'd probably spit it out. You know, it's like their, their taste buds are just not meant for this. So what's happening is particularly if you're coming from a standard American diet and you're wanting to eat these bread and butter pickles, I really think it's going to be a problem. I just think that you should set yourself up for success, not set yourself up for failure, which is just like, oh, every time I have a sweet tooth, I'm going to go eat these Bubby's pickles. It could lead to cravings because, I mean, if it's bread and butter pickles and they're doing it and they're fermented pickles, which Bubby's are, it's like they have to just be adding straight sugar. Um, I should check the ingredients for you on this, but, I mean, the only way they would do it, they're probably just adding straight cane sugar. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that that's what's happening. And like I said, I've never bet, bought the bread and butter pickles, but it just doesn't seem like a good idea. The kosher dills are delicious, particularly in the beginning when you're trying to retrain your taste buds. I just can't recommend you eating anything that just straight up adds sugar to it. You know, it's it's really not a, not a great idea. Um, if you want to have them in the house and you can go without eating them every day, it's like you're turning, you're turning, um, you know, something healthy into like freaking Pringles, you know, like bet you can't eat just one. That's super true. Like these hyper, Rob Wolf talks about it in Wired to Eat and uses that example of Pringles. Like the bet you can't just eat just one thing. Why? Because they have six-figure scientists that are turning these into hyper palatable foods that you can't stop eating. I would imagine this could happen with pickles as well. The bread and butter pickles are probably delicious. I know in college I used to buy just like whatever cheap brand vinegar pickles that were bread and butter and like, oh my God, they were delicious, like candy. Um, they were probably loaded with sugar, you know? So anyway, Yeah. Oh, cool. Caitlin, is this your question? This might be your question. She's saying, yep, I do not have godlike discipline at all. There is straight cane sugar in the ingredients. Yeah, 100%. I knew it. So um, you're probably looking. I bet you already bought these and probably already have them in the house. So it's not, that's the thing. You weren't asking me the question of should I buy Bubby's Pickles. You were like, hey, I bought Bubby's Pickles bread and butter straight up. How bad is this, right? That's really what we're dealing with now. So just be very careful and be self-aware, right? If you eat a bunch of these slices of bread and butter Bubby's pickles and the next thing you know like you're at work or driving and you're like oh man I can really use some chocolate right now or whatever like if you have any cravings or anything because you were literally taking in straight sugar you just got to be aware of these things so I'm not saying you can never have them you know of course not like bread and butter pickles if that's like your biggest cheat food you're doing pretty freaking well particularly in the realm of the standard American diet but remember with Clovis during the transitional period if you're early in Clovis be really careful with this stuff. You don't want to use trigger foods to just set you off on cravings or anything. So this next question is really cool. And I've dealt with this my entire life, my entire life. So I was really excited when I saw the question. And I know a lot of you will be too. Um, my dad's here. What's up, dad? Papa Nolt. I know he's dealt with the same thing. And I've dealt with the same thing for many years. So let's talk about this. Let me, let me just read the question. Why is it that chapped lips and hands come on virtually overnight as soon as cold weather arrives. Won't be long until painful fingertip cracks too. Is there a nutrition solution? So I've dealt with this forever. Dad, I know you've dealt with this too, right? Uh, hands cracking. You know, we played hockey growing up. I played hockey for 10 years. And you just be like being on the ice, playing a hockey game, you're in the locker room and like literally, literally have splits in the tips of your fingers. My knuckles would crack. Playing piano, a lot of times I would, in the winter times, I'd get to a gig and just forget to moisturize or whatever and, you know, get to a gig and be playing piano and the tips of my fingers would split and bleed. Like I would literally bleed on the pianos. I've done this a zillion times over my career of bleeding on the pianos, which your dueling piano partners never like when they have to play the same piano that you do. I literally have had to wipe Clorox wipes on pianos because I've bled on them from splitting my fingers in the wintertime. Um, 
That said, I used to also have tremendous pit stains on stage. I used to use prescription strength deodorant and I used to use prescription strength hand cream and would still get splits in my hands and still have huge sweat stains on my armpits. These days, I don't have the hand issues and I never get pit stains and I rarely ever wear deodorant. Whoa, crazy, right? So we can dig into all that um, and we will dig into all that. That's kind of where I wanna go with this question. But I wanna start with why this seems to happen overnight. It really does happen overnight, and this is for a number of reasons, is that in the wintertime, as you guys know, humidity levels in the air literally drop. So cold weather can't hold the same amount of moisture, cold air, I should say. Like, cold air doesn't hold moisture the same way that hot air does. Like, in Tennessee, we regularly have, like, 100-degree weather and, like, 90% humidity, right? If you have 90% humidity and you spend even a few minutes outside a day, like, it's impossible to have dry skin. You know, it just really is virtually impossible. There's literal water floating in the air. You're walking through water, right? So this is true. The The cold air gets, they say it's like crisp, that crisp, cold winter air, right? Literally has less moisture in it. So yes, the air is super crisp, super cold. So the humidity levels drop in the air. You're usually running the heating system in your house, which dries out the house, you know, so then you all of a sudden, a lot of people will notice that in the morning time, it tends to be worse with these little cracks and things like that, because you're just, you're literally laying in this super dry, cold air climate. I mean, I guess you're heating the air, right? But it's still dry air pumping into your house. That's how systems work. It's not like your, your AC, I mean, your, your HVAC unit is not a humidifier, right? It's just pushing air through the house, heating air, pushing it through. It's just really dry. That's why it literally seems to almost happen overnight. The humidity and air is dropping. Now, a quick way to fix this is to get a humidifier. But humidifiers are a little bit tricky because people are notorious for not cleaning humidifiers, not handling them correctly. Like the vast majority of humidifiers right now are freaking Petri dishes for mold in houses, right? People have had like humidifiers laying around with an inch of water in them like all summer long and then they just put them in their room, fill them with water and turn them on. Now you're just breathing in toxic mold. That's worse than the dry air, I assure you. So you wanna get your hands on a really good humidifier, um, set it to like 60% at night and just make sure that you are cleaning the holy crap out of this thing all of the time. Do not let any mold exist within this humidifier because then it exists within your bedroom and you breathe it in for hours and hours and hours, all right? So humidifier is a quick way to to get rid of that kind of crisp, cold air problem that makes this happen literally overnight with wintertime. Now, the next step is to remove things. This is what I just talked about with my cracked hands, with my pit stains on stage that always like embarrassed me. I was always really insecure. And now I never have pit stains on stage. Can't remember the last time it's happened. It's been years, literally. Um, that is because I have a very healthy skin microbiome, okay? So this is the first thing that we need to consider is removing all the toxic products. You guys know that I go crazy on things like estrogenics, talking about Dr. Anthony Jay's Estrogeneration book. Anthony Jay has now been on the podcast. I'll release that episode soon. And you have to remove these chemicals from your house. I need to tell you this flat out. I swear I just heard somebody talking in my house. That was so weird. I heard a voice in my house, everybody. You might get to see me jujitsu somebody. That was weird. Okay. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> that was so weird. It gave me goosebumps. Um, toxic chemicals. Okay. So 
you have to remove these toxic chemicals. Yes, there are estrogenics and all these different things. But even if we move away from the estrogenics, the phytoestrogens, all these different compounds, the phthalates and all the biophenol, BPA, blah, 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 all the stuff that's really, really bad for your hormonal health, we also have to think about the fact that a lot of these things just straight up dry out your skin. So you need to understand this, everybody. I get pushback from women about this all the time, that like I don't use any like soap, shampoo, conditioner, all this stuff. It's nonsense. I use one thing and one thing only, and that is the peppermint, because I like the peppermint one because it makes me tingle a little bit, the peppermint Dr. Bronner's soap. Like that Dr. Bronner's all-in-one soap, literally the number one ingredient is olive oil, I believe. It, that's all that I use. That is my soap, shampoo, conditioner, everything. Just all in one. It's literally all that I use. And when I travel because of the Airbnb, I bring a Dr. Bronner's soap bar and it's just in a little plastic container that I have. You have to get rid of all the bullshit chemicals. You need to understand this. Women push back on me on this all the time. You don't understand. You, you don't have long hair. I color my hair. I do this. I need conditioner. I need this special fancy shampoo that my hairdresser only charges me $110 for and she makes a 20% commission on it. She swears I need it for my hair to be soft, blah, blah, blah. This is bullshit marketing. It works just like nutrition does. You walk around a grocery store and there are thousands of products and 99% of them are either wheat, corn, soy, or sugar. Wheat, corn, soy, sugar. That's all that exists in the, in the grocery store. Countless thousands of products. The same thing goes for shampoo, conditioner. Why do you think there's all-in-one shampoo and conditioner? Do you really think the shampoo is that different from the conditioner? Do you think the conditioner is that different from the body wash? Do you think the body wash is that different from the shampoo? No. It's all the same shit over and over and over. Different bottle, different label, different fancy colors and graphics just to get your money. And all this stuff is tremendously bad for you and has no benefit whatsoever, okay? So first, let's just get that out of the way. You need to remove the toxic products from your home because they're toxic for your hormones and they are also dry out your skin. The, I know people think that their hair, my hair feels better after this conditioner or whatever, but one, people shower entirely too much. So that's another thing that I want to talk about. But first, we'll just stick with these, the, uh, the, the toxic products. You need to get them out of your home and there's going to be an adjustment period for this, okay? But I assure you, I know women that are like nutrition crazy nutrition people like I am and biohackers and everything, they take the same approach I do. They just use Dr. Bronner's for everything, right? There's a transitional period. It's the same way as, you know, if everybody just quit Clovis because of the sugar detox, none of you would be here. None of you would have the results that you wanted, right? My company would fail. Nobody would get through the sugar detox and start getting the results. The same thing's gonna happen. If you've been using conditioner every day and you ditch conditioner, for the first week, you're gonna be like, my hair's so dry. Oh my God, this is crazy, right? You have to shift the microbiome. There's a microbiome everywhere on your body. I've talked to you guys about this before in previous AMAs. The bacteria that thrive in your armpit would die on your back. The bacteria that thrive on your back would die if they were up your nose. The bacteria in your nose would die on the top of your head, right? There's a microbiome for every inch of your skin. You're covered in bacteria. Your hair is no different. Your hair is like an organ, right? Why do you think people do hair mineral testing? What type of minerals are in my hair? Your hair is connected to your head. Your thyroid hormone plays a giant role in how your hair grows. Things like melanin exist in your hair. Hormones are responsible for whether your hair turns gray or not. This shit is attached to your body, ladies and gentlemen, okay? And you're putting these endless chemicals on them, you're dyeing them, all these things. Okay, I'm ranting now on these chemicals. But dry skin, right? You don't need to be washing yourself 
all of the time. So I'm going to get into hippie territory here to help you prevent dry skin and just tell you, one, in the wintertime, of course, particularly if you live in a cold climate, the shower times get longer and the water temperature gets hotter. People take very hot showers for a very long time. I grew up in Rhode Island. When there was a foot of snow on the ground, my little sister would take a two-hour shower, right? It's like you just... It's like a spa treatment. You get in the shower, crank the water up as hot as it'll go because you just get out of bed and you're freezing and your feet are cold. You jump in the shower, turn on the hot water, and you stay in the hot water 10 minutes longer than you normally would, right? Hot water dries out your skin big time. So you're taking longer showers. You're drying out your skin. You may be showering more often because you want the hot shower on your skin. Again, it's like a spa treatment. And most people, every time they're in the shower, they're using these chemical shampoos, conditioners, soaps, drying out their skin even more. So here's the big scary secret that's going to make me sound like a hippie. I only wash myself with soap maybe three times a week. Maybe. Maybe. Okay? Sometimes, maybe five times a week. If I train twice, if I do gymnastics and go to jujitsu, maybe I'm going to shower, you know, two days in a row or whatever, right? But you don't need to, again, this is all marketing, everybody. All these routines and personal care things that you guys have, it's all sold to you by marketers. You have to understand that. The idea that you need to shower with shampoo, conditioner, body wash, use a loofah, you need to do this shit each and every day, sometimes twice a day, if you, you have to shower before work, and then you do a workout, and you sweat a little bit, and then you need another shower with more soap, it's literally consumerism at its best. How can we make you run out of the products that we sell as quickly as possible? Well, we tell you that you need them every day. We know things like hand sanitizer, terrible for human health, right? Antibacterial hand soap is banned from public schools now, terrible for human health. If you're constantly just killing your microbiome, things happen like really dry skin, skin conditions, dandruff, right? People are shampooing their hair more with chemical dandruff helping shampoos washing your hair twice a day are what are you dumb why are you listening to to this commercial why are you doing this This is crazy right so anyway all that said longer showers hotter showers using these chemicals on yourself each and every day humidity in the air there's almost no humidity in the air during the winter time yes your skin can crack all these different things and there's always going to be a transitional period when you are starting to heal your microbiome in any way even the skin microbiome like there was a transitional period where i was using mother dirt mother dirt is a spray-on probiotic i was putting a spray-on probiotic on my face on my genitals even on my armpits on the bottoms of my feet I was trying to just enhance that skin microbiome and it takes time. Some people will often report that when they ditch deodorant and they're using mother dirt to try to get that biome going, they smell more. They'll have worse body odor, right? It takes time to transition into that. And um, with myself, I notice now, it's like I've even had girlfriends comment on this. I think I've talked about this in podcasts where like, I can do a freaking CrossFit workout and be drenched in sweat. I don't smell. I just don't smell. And I know a ton of other people like me who have gotten to that point with a really healthy skin microbiome. You guys have never seen any skin stuff on my face through 200 hours of AMAs. I never have any issues, right? I don't even wash my face every day. I just don't, right? So it takes time to get to that transitional period, but I know a lot of people just like me who take a shower every day. I take a cold shower each and every day. My morning shower is an ice cold shower. No soap involved. It's just an ice cold shower. That's it. So Anyway, low-hanging fruit is maybe a humidifier in your house at night. Um, Take less showers. 
Try cold showers over super, super hot showers. Ditch all the chemicals, shampoos, conditioners, all that. Switch to something like a Dr. Bronner soap and don't wash yourself as consistently, as frequently, I should say. And then the last thing I will say is if you do want to add things, a lot of times I like to tell people how to remove things. That's really a really good step is to remove things most of the time. I like to teach people how to remove things, not add things. But if you want to add things, stick to foods. Let's talk about foods. And what I mean is food products as external skin products. For example, 100% extra virgin coconut oil is fantastic for your skin, particularly if you're doing these other things. Like if you have a humidifier, you're not washing yourself all the time, not taking crazy scalding hot showers, um, and you're just putting coconut, extra virgin coconut oil, just a really thin layer on your hands, move it around because that's the thing is people are used to these hand lotions that are literally, you put them on your skin and they like evaporate and your hands are dry 30 seconds later and you think you did some amazing thing with your hands, right? It's like extra virgin coconut oil, it's kind of kind of lingers. So if you're going to go like type or use a mouse or something, it can be a little bit tricky putting this coconut oil on. That's why it's really good to do before bed as well. But use like 100% extra virgin coconut oil. There are products made with avocado oil now. There are great products with argon oil, A-R-G-A-N. Um, you can look up those oils. Put these kinds of things on your hands, on your face, all these different things. That's really great for moisturizing. And then the other thing is just focus on your gut health. All skin issues are related to gut health, particularly um, you know, eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, acne, all these things. Now, dry skin is really not the same as that. Uh, skin issues are usually the external manifestation of internal inflammation in the gut. That's acne, rosacea, these kind of sores and things that people get. But dry skin really usually is an external issue. It's the lack of humidity in the air. It's the hot showers. It's the soap, the constant soap, all these different things, right? I can't preach enough how your life changes if you remove toxic chemicals from your personal care routine. I just cannot stress enough how different that is. Um, so yeah, look, check this out. My winter moisturizer is fractionated coconut oil and organic rose oil. Yeah, a lot of people use fractionated coconut oil, particularly people who are into essential oils or use rollers or things like that. It's fantastic. Another fantastic, fantastic moisturizer is MCT oil, but it's expensive. You don't want to use MCT oil as a moisturizer because of that, but it's like if you're making a paleo powder with some MCT oil and it spills in your hands, do not wash that off. Rub that into your hands. That is some solid gold on your hands, right? Great moisturizer. So look up like 100% extra virgin coconut oil. Great idea. Again, argon oil. You can get products with avocado oil in them and really put a focus on ditching the toxic chemicals, uh, minimizing the hot showers, and uh, perhaps getting a humidifier if you are willing to really, really keep an eye on that humidifier and make sure that there is no mold in the humidifier. Clean the crap out of that humidifier. But anyway, the, the air humidity is really the reason why this seems to come on overnight. And it really does seem that way. It's just like, oh, it's the first day of winter and my skin is cracking, right? It's, yeah, you sleep overnight in a house where the humidity is just sucked out of the air. Again, if you live in a place, a hot climate like Nashville, like I do, then the humidity is off the charts in the summertime. You don't have to worry about this stuff, you know? All right. What else we got here? So that was a long ranting thing because I always like to get into the um, personal care products are just huge. The other thing you can do too, if there's one other thing I could add, is just um, some people will hyperload omega-3 fish oils for skin issues, which can be really, really helpful actually. Um, I'm not currently supplementing fish oils because I eat a lot of wild-caught salmon and I eat a lot of wild-caught sardines. Um, so I haven't been supplementing uh, fish oil, but in the wintertime, vitamin D plus K2 is really a must. Everybody should be on that. I love the thorn, uh, vitamin D plus K2 drops. I love that due to like two to 4,000 IU, um, 
every day. And all the, all the fat-soluble vitamins are really helpful for skin. Vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin K, these are really great for skin things. And then omega-3 um, fish oils, you could try hyperloading like anywhere from, I mean, four to eight grams a day. It might get pricey, um, but you could try that and see what happens as well. So there you go with that. So this next one is really interesting. Let me scan real quick and make sure we don't have any... Yep, no comments that I'm really missing or anything here. We've touched on all this stuff. Okay, so this next one is uh, needs to be prefaced by saying that I'm a super healthy guy. So I'm going to be sharing my approach to this with you, but I will also share that this does not mean that this is the approach that you should take. But I think a lot of people are going to be really interested in this question. Um, I think I've had variations of this question and touched on it briefly, but haven't gone into detail in it. So this next question is... Quote, I know you don't pay for regular health insurance, but could you talk a little more about what you do have for emergency situations? There's some missing words here. Grammar isn't always killer on the questions. Okay. I know you don't pay for regular health insurance, but could you talk a little more about what you do have for emergency situations? I hate how much of our money goes to paying for health insurance when we don't even use it, but I'm afraid to drop it because of unforeseen medical emergencies. This is a super tricky question because it's kind of a chicken or the egg scenario. It's like, what came first, chronic illness or health insurance? Health insurance or chronic illness? You see what I mean? And this is why I'm saying that I'm a super healthy guy, which the social justice warriors of today would tell you that I am operating from a place of privilege because I clearly hit the genetic lottery to be so healthy, (laughs) right? (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, I will tell you what I do first and just let you know that this might not be the best approach for you. It wasn't always the best approach for me when I, I used to get sinus infections freaking four to six times a year. It's like I needed health insurance for sure. And thankfully, Big Bang, when I was doing dueling pianos, uh, did have health coverage, right? So I needed that. I was on antibiotics all the freaking time for sinus infections because I had no idea my ass from my elbow when it came to health, right? So I needed that. But right now, I have a catastrophic plan. That's through a company called National General, and I believe I pay $80 a month for it. I think it's 80 bucks a month. Um, I think. Could be wrong about that. I don't know. Comes out auto-draft, but it's about 80 bucks a month, and I'm covered for like $300,000 in medical expenses, but my deductible is $5,000. Like, I have to meet a $5,000 deductible before they pay for anything. So this is basically like minimum coverage on a car, right? Or like this is called a catastrophic plan um, in terms of health insurance. So this literally only exists for if I cross the street and get hit by a car, which I've been hit by a car before and it sucks. Um, I survived. It was crazy. Yes, long story. <laughs> but anyway, I was hit as a, a, by a car as a pedestrian on a sidewalk. Got my ass handed to me, right? These things do happen sometimes. Um, And that's what my health coverage is for. A catastrophic plan, just in case something like this happens, if I break both of my legs or snap my spine in half, I'm not going to be, you know, completely bankrupted by the situation. I'm covered up to like 300K. Now, the other thing I have is a dental plan, but the dental plan works very much the same way because I don't go to a doc, I don't go to a dentist that's covered by insurance either. I only see functional medicine doctors who are not covered by insurance and I only see holistic and biological dentists. So um, again, not covered by insurance. It's ridiculous that the system is set up that way. But I think I pay $10, it's either 10 or $14, I can't remember, 10 or $14 a month for my insurance plan. That is through uh, Humana. 
And um, that's basically just like, I'm a very opinionated guy, right? What if I just get punched in the face and three of my teeth get knocked out, right? I want to be covered for things like that. I want to be covered for like high dollar things. Again, like being hit by a car, having medical bills, getting punched in the face, having medical bills, whatever. If I lose some teeth and need new teeth put in, whatever, dental work is very expensive. So I only have minimum, minimum coverage for catastrophic things happening. That said, I say the chicken or the egg thing because we need to think about which approach is going to take priority here. And that's completely dependent on the individual. So me being insanely healthy, right? Like the odds of me having an emergency medical issue outside of a catastrophic accident, I fall down skiing, like I fell down snowboarding once and broke my rib, right? I didn't get it fixed because you can't really do anything with a rib, but I fell down and broke my rib. What if I had broken my neck, right? That's, that's really the only reason that I would have insurance for anything. The odds of me being sick or something like that are slim to none. Now, the way that I do things is I use a functional medicine doctor to prevent illness. I've now been doing this for years. So I'm very healthy. I see my functional medicine doctor via video call maybe twice per year. And then I do blood draws maybe once per quarter. So the blood draws are like 300 bucks. An average really good functional medicine doctor is going to be between 400 and $800 for a one hour call. Yes, it's expensive, but think about it. I do it twice a year, right? So I actually had this debate with a client um, over a one-on-one client call. And she just was not wanting to hear it. She's like, you spend an absurd amount of money on your crazy functional medicine doctor. I'm not paying $400 an hour. I'm not paying $300 for blood work. My copay is $10. My husband's benefits are amazing and my copay is $10, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, we need to settle this. Go get your husband's paycheck. Literally on the call, gets a husband's paycheck and reads and is losing like, it was insane. I can't even remember. I think it was like, $800 a month or something crazy that she was losing to just coming out of the paycheck. You don't see it, just comes out. But I go to the doctor and I get a $10 copay and my prescriptions are cheap. Yay, right? It's ridiculous. You're paying out the ass for this stuff. You are paying so many thousands of dollars over the course of a year. And again, if you're sick, this makes sense. So this is the thing that we need to talk about. It would be insane For a sick person, a 300-pound person with type 2 diabetes or a type 1 diabetic or somebody with significant health issues, it'd probably be insane for that person to drop their insurance and start paying for things out of pocket. But that doesn't mean that that can't be a goal, okay? It can absolutely be a goal. If you switch to Clovis, we work on lifestyle changes. Maybe a year down the line, you've lost 100 pounds. You're no longer dealing with insulin resistance or autoimmune conditions or the chronic illnesses that you were dealing with. You might be able to shift into a functional medicine doctor or hire a functional medicine doctor on the side, get some blood work done, really start improving things until you feel comfortable to drop that safety net of health insurance. The thing is, guys... I think this is a, a, a statistic I learned from Paul Saladino recently that like over 82% of the population of America is insulin resistant, at least mildly insulin resistant. That's crazy. We know that over 100 million Americans are pre-diabetic and diabetic. Over 85% of the population is overweight and obese. So let's think about that. The healthcare system that we have is a product of that. That's it, you guys. The entire nation is fat, sick, and nearly dead. This makes sense when 85% of the population is overweight and obese and overweight and obese people are an astronomically higher risk 
of every single health problem under the sun, of course they need health insurance. Like this person's question is directly like, I'm worried about medical emergencies. Obese people deal with medical emergencies all the time. They are rushed to the hospital for asthma. They are rushed to the hospital for heart attacks, hypoglycemic incidences where they pass out and need to go to the freaking doctor or just debilitating Crohn's disease, IBS, all these endless things, skin conditions. They got to see the dermatologist. But at the end of the day, it's all because they're obese, right? Chronic disease, this is what we're dealing with. So it makes sense for those people to have insurance, right? So I'm not saying that everybody needs to do what I do. I'm saying that you're probably going to save a tremendous amount of money if you are a healthy person. I'll give you an example. The dentist that I went to is a holistic and biological dentist and he specializes in anti-aging. This guy is our people. He is a Clovis person. He'll probably come on the podcast at some point because it'd be cool to have him on here. But I was talking to him and his uh, the, the hygienist about the situation. I'm like, are you guys in network for anyone? And they were like, yeah, there's like Delta Delta Dental, blah, blah, blah. There's this, that, the other thing. They're telling me all the companies that they're in network for. And then they're saying, that said, we want to be super transparent with you here that if you pay for our services out of pocket, we give you a significant discount. Almost all medical places will do this. If you pay them out of pocket, particularly cash or check, you will get a discount and you can negotiate with them. There's actually room to negotiate when you're paying out of pocket, okay? So this can save you a ton of money. And what they told me is that the insurance plans, the dental insurance plans that they're in network for are so expensive, the premiums are so expensive that if you're paying your monthly premium and you only show up for maybe two cleanings a year, yes, your cleanings will be free, but if you had paid for those two cleanings out of pocket, it would have been cheaper than the 12 months of premiums that you paid, okay? The same goes for doctors. If you are a healthy individual, you never go to the doctor and you're paying seven, 800 bucks out of your freaking monthly paycheck, to go to a doctor, it's crazy. And then I see families do it too. It's like, well, I need to have medical insurance because of my kids. Why are your kids not being healthy like you are? Make your kids Clovis. They won't get the sinus infections either. They won't get the chronic disease either. They won't be overweight. They won't have asthma, all these things, right? Get the family freaking healthy, chicken or the egg. You need to make the he the family healthy first, and then you don't have to worry about the health insurance plans because you don't have to take the health insurance plan that your employer offers you. On the back end of my career with Big Bang doing dueling pianos, I was still offered the health insurance and declined it and, per and did my own thing, my catastrophic plan and use functional medicine doctors, right? There's a million reasons to justify why you need this health insurance, and it's all, again, marketing. You have just been led to believe that you need this shit in your life, and you don't. Okay, people blow money like that, like crazy on this stuff. Open up a health savings account if you want to. You know, open up a health savings account. You can get a catastrophic plan for every single member of your family in case they hit by a car. Little Johnny falls off the slide at school and breaks his arm. Yeah, you might be looking at a five thousand dollar deductible. You know, but you at least have a catastrophic plan if something goes terribly wrong. Okay, so. Definitely just worth looking into, worth exploring, and just knowing that this functional medicine approach can save you a ton of money, particularly with the preventions. Like, I never go to the doctor. I don't. And worst case scenario, I've also explained this to you guys as well. If you have a really good functional medicine practitioner and a medical doctor, 
and you work with them and you have a good relationship with them and they know that you know your body and all of a sudden you're just like, hey, I went to Walgreens Minute Clinic. I popped in there. I paid the fee and they ran a strep test on me and here you go. Like I'm positive. I have strep throat, man. I have strep throat. I'm not trying to deal with this holistically. I'm not trying to use essential oils or whatever. Like I want an antibiotic. I need to not have strep throat. Your doctor will write you a prescription for an antibiotic and he will send it to a pharmacy of your choosing. Then you can use a like the GoodRx um, prescription. There's a, a app called GoodRx. Get you coupons. It'll tell you go to this pharmacy near you and you can type in the exact antibiotic you want. Go to the pharmacy near you. There'll be a coupon for 70% off the freaking thing. You know, I think that's called the GoodRx app. I'll put it in the show notes for sure. There's all these different ways. It's like if you want to get a Dexcom G6, you need to go to Costco. Go get a Costco membership and it'll be way cheaper out of pocket. And you can Google all this stuff. Where's the best place to get antibiotics or whatever? Use the GoodRx app to get coupons. If you have a really good doctor, my doctor is Paul Saladino. He lives in California. If I absolutely needed antibiotics, he would send me a prescription for antibiotics and he'd be like, go to such and such, and such pharmacy because they're going to be the cheapest. Use the GoodRx app, scan the code, save yourself a bunch of money. There are ways to navigate this, you guys, but they just want to pile you all into the standard way of doing this, the bullshit, you need this, you need your employee thing, blah, blah, blah. We can pull as much money as we want out of your paycheck and nobody thinks to notice it. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, ranting on that. What do we got here? If you worry, then it will happen without you knowing it. What you put out in the universe comes back. Yeah, I think that's very true. What else we got? Yep, Papa Nault is here. Love GoodRx. Yeah, GoodRx is, is really amazing. GoodRx is pretty cool too because if you have a really cool functional medicine doctor, then you can start experimenting. Like you can get things like ProVigil or Modafinil, like uh, nootropics, get into the world of nootropics. There are some things that are prescription that are like some people use metformin, in, which is a diabetes drug. Some people use metformin for uh, longevity and anti-aging. I've actually taken metformin myself. Um, and yeah, pretty cool stuff. I actually experimented with metformin to see what it would do to cholesterol levels and was really interesting. Then I found a bunch of PubMed studies showing that metformin can significantly de decrease uh, LDL and total cholesterol. Really interesting stuff. Anyway, now I'm nerding out and going way beyond. But that's the question about how I handle insurance. Um, if you have any questions about that, just let me know. But understand, I've mentioned this in other podcasts before. America is approximately 12 years away, probably 10 years now, from 100% of the GDP being spent caring for the sick. That's how sick the population is. The health everybody rants and bitches and raves about health insurance and we need to be more like this country or that country or this country or that country. None of that shit is gonna work. Yes, healthcare is free in Norway. Norway is also a population of incredibly healthy people. I've been there many times. Absurdly healthy, happy people. America is not that. So you have a chicken or the egg scenario. We have this dog shit healthcare system because everyone is fat, sick, and nearly dead. That's what's happening here. We simply can't afford to care for the sick. We're going to reach a point where 100% of the GDP is spent caring for the sick, and the freaking nation's gonna go bankrupt. That's what we're dealing with here. Nobody seems to wanna pay attention to it when we're talking about fucking school lunches and type 2 diabetes in six-year-olds. This is what we're dealing with here, the future of the country. This is why I get so passionate about this stuff. It's why I'm involved in documentary films. It's why Sacred Cow is going to be amazing. I cannot wait for the Sacred Cow documentary, um, Regenerative Agriculture, coming in 2020, everybody. Um, and why I work with Hillary Boynton out in California and try to fund farm-to-table school lunch programs, why I put stand-up desks in kids' classrooms. You know, Clovis flips entire classrooms with stand-up desks so kids can stand up instead of sit down. Try to combat this shit when kids are young so they don't enter into this sick care system. The entire, I promise you, 
promise you the nation's going to go bankrupt and it's going to be because we're fat, sick, and nearly dead. That's staggering, everybody. So when you hear this plant-based bullshit, blah, 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 it's, nobody's pay, it's all smoke and mirrors that you don't pay attention, right? Anyway, all right, moving on. What do we got here? So let's see. There's a couple questions here. I'm going to see which one I want to jump on. Okay, let's do this one. This one's about a particular product. What else we got? Steam versus infrared sauna. Which do you recommend for a family of five with goals of maintaining health? Okay, family of five. It, it also depends on what you have access to. Um, I love infrared saunas. I put one in my house, and I am all in on infrared saunas. So I love this. I want to jump on this question rather than the pre-submitted ones just because I know Justin's here and listening. Um, I Also, you can... I discussed this. Actually, I was going to say you can listen to it in the podcast, but you can't because I discussed this with Dr. Anthony J outside of the podcast um, when we weren't recording. Unfortunately, we had to talk about sauna. Um, but I have an infrared sauna and I use it every day for at least 20 minutes. And you'll hear people like Dr. Rhonda Patrick talk about saunas a lot and they talk about like the traditional um, Finnish saunas. Saunas is what they call them, which is just dry sauna. It's like the heated up rocks. You pour you know, water on them or whatever. It heats up this kind of box and you're just dealing with heat. Heat itself is wonderful for the body. The thing about infrared is infrared literally penetrates the skin. Um, if you're saying infrared sauna versus a steam room, infrared sauna is a a astronomically better. Um, I th even traditional sauna is better than a steam room. Um, something about the dry heat seems to be very beneficial. And again, you can look up the work of Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She did a great um, talk about this that she shared on the Found My Fitness podcast. I can put that in the show notes. Um, but she was talking about sauna. Now, where Rhonda has been a little bit irresponsible, and I'm a big fan of Rhonda Patrick, she's super cool, but she's been a bit irresponsible here because she runs around telling people that all the clinical data on saunas is for dry saunas. This is not true. Um, if you were to, and I talked to Anthony J about this, and he shed a bunch of light on me, Anthony, Anthony J has literally been responsible for some of the clinical studies around sauna. But the thing is, if you search for like infrared sauna studies or get on PubMed and search for like infrared sauna, like this must be what Rhonda Patrick has done, just poking around trying to find studies on infrared sauna, but that's not what they call it. I believe they call, I could be wrong about this. I'll have to look it up for the show notes, but they call it low, uh, low laser light therapy, I think. So you have to search for the, the scientific name of what they actually call infrared sauna, but there's a ton of data around it. And I love infrared sauna, particularly for autophagy. Um, autophagy, as we know, is basically the rebuilding or even apoptosis, which is the death of weak cells. You're literally telling the weak cells, hey, literally, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, it's time for you to die, right? So you're, that's really, really promotes autophagy, and it also promotes detox. They've done things like when we talk about things like estrogenics, um, things like BPA and phthalates and, you know, all the different plastics, microplastics and all these different things. They've actually taken what would be like the equivalent of like a nicotine patch and put it on the skin of people in infrared saunas. And then they pull the patch off. Obviously, this is not a nicotine patch, just a sticky patch that's absorbent, right? They take the patch off and test it. These, these pads literally test for like BPA and all these estrogenics and all these toxic chemical compounds that are found in our shampoo, our conditioner, our soap, all the things I talked about earlier. So you literally do detox these chemicals. Infrared sauna is fantastic for detox. Now, if you get a really good infrared sauna, like I have near infrared and far infrared, it's a full spectrum infrared sauna. Mine was, it was very expensive. I will admit that. But it also gets really hot because I have really big heaters in there. So now I'm getting the benefit of the hot 
and the infrared penetrating the skin. And because the infrared penetrates the skin, the body heats up very quickly and you don't need to spend as much time in it. Like in a finished sauna, you're gonna wanna be in the sauna for you know 40, 40 minutes or so, I would say, in each session. And with infrared, 15, 20 minutes and you're good. Um, so in terms of what do I recommend with the goal of maintaining health, I would have to go with infrared. I'd have to go with infrared and just for the sake of convenience, like you could get, for the whole family, you could get like a juve light. And juve light is another example of like low laser light therapy or whatever the term is. I wish I could remember that term. Anthony J told me about it. Um, but like a juve light, J-O-O-V is really great. You get like a whole body juve light. They now have infrared saunas. It's basically like a tent that you set up in your house and it just has like a big giant infrared light in it, like a lamp. And those are really cheap. Again, I'll try to find some of this stuff to link in the show notes. But when it comes to sauna, don't pick and choose based on, you know, what is the best. If it's like, oh, I can't get infrared sauna, so I'm not going to do any sauna therapy. No. What do you have access to? If you have like a YMCA membership and there's a dry sauna, get in the dry sauna. And don't worry about if you can find an infrared sauna, if you need a juve light, whatever. Just do what you have access to. Again, it's consistency is king. It's like fitness. I don't care. Like you don't say like, oh, if I can't do Olympic lifts today, I'm just not going to exercise, right? Just pick which one makes the most sense for you and your family of five. What's the easiest way for you to have a consistent sauna practice? That is the one you should do. But I did want to give you some of my thoughts on infrared sauna and all that. Have an infrared sauna brand you'd recommend? Yes, that would be clear light saunas. Now, clear light saunas is not something that I threw into um, the discount section, the exclusive discount sections of um, I Am Clovis, just because these things are really expensive. So if you're an I Am Clovis member, um, you get discounts on products. And I can get you a discount on clear light saunas. Um, absolutely. I can save you like 600 bucks on a clear light sauna. I know that for sure. I know the owners of the company personally, but I will let you know, I have one of the base levels of their infrared saunas because I just need one person. It's a one seater just called, I can't remember what it's called. Sanctuary, sanctuary one or something like that. It's just a one person infrared sauna. Um, and it was about $4,000. So that's what you're looking at. If you have $4,000 to spend, it can go in any room in your house. It's actually designed for indoors. So I actually don't, it's in my garage. I don't recommend putting it in your garage because it's hard to heat up in the wintertime. Um, but yeah, if you can afford a $4,000 infrared sauna, I mean, it's one of the best biohacks I've ever gotten and I use it every single day that I'm home. That's also what kills me about the Airbnb. Me being gone now four days a week, I get a lot less sauna. Um, but I love it and I highly, highly recommend it. Um, Mike, great comment. He said, everyone should start taking cold showers. You don't know what you're missing. One key to boost the immune system. Cold showers are low-hanging fruit for everybody, particularly if you live in a cold climate. Like the cold showers here are really cold now in Nashville. Again, heat therapy, cold therapy, a lot of it works the same way. There's cold shot proteins, there's heat shot proteins. That Cold showers are fantastic for the immune system, fantastic for just about everything. So even in the wintertime, again, in the dry skin thing, even in the wintertime, I take ice cold showers, just the way that I do things. Um, I don't take hot showers anymore, I just don't do it. Um, take ice cold showers. That's it. They're wonderful. And yeah, great way to boost the immune system in the wintertime, which we call cold and flu season. As you guys know, I ranted on that in an AMA about why it's cold and flu season and it has nothing to do with temperature, everybody. Okay. Um, what else we got here? So that's about it. There's, there's one I'll wrap on. I was going to talk about something a little bit different, uh, a product question, but that would be a little bit lengthy. So I guess if we, I don't have any, any more comments I need to touch on here? So let's let's hit this one really quick because uh, it's an easy question and it's a self-awareness question and I think the person probably wrote the question and then became self-aware based on it, if I had to guess. Um, and it just says, quote, so if your mindset is all in, how can you make steps to put it to action easily? 
I make lists, put it on the calendar, I do great, then feel like I don't need to log and become less than 100%, which helps to maintain but not lose. Now, this question is a bit of an oxymoron, and the answer just begins with self-awareness. This is a matter of self-awareness. Let's really break down this question into simple words. And it, the question is basically, quote, my mindset is all in, but I keep failing, end quote. Well, the cut and dry answer is you are absolutely not all in, period. You need to start being honest with yourself about that, okay? So it's just your brain is playing tricks on you. There's a little devil on your shoulders like, oh, you've been so good and you must not need to track every bite of food and blah, blah, blah. You can blah, blah, blah. You can come off a little bit, man, right? And then you fail, right? So this idea of discipline equals freedom that I talk about all the time, it really does. People keep trying to – I actually talked to – I did a great podcast interview with Cassie Wild, who's a well-known carnivore on Instagram. She's amazing. And we had a great talk on Monday. That podcast will be out sometime. And we were talking about that too. It's just like her and I are absurdly disciplined and we understand that our base level of discipline is really scary to people. Like they see the way that we live life and they're like, oh, I was talking to my friend today where she was just like, you're one of the only people in the world I know that just like 100% lives what they preach. Like you practice what you preach 100%. And I do, but that's all built off of discipline. I don't feel responsible to anybody else. I feel responsible only to myself. The thing is, this person saying, I do great for a little while and then I don't do 100% and I blah, blah, blah. And you end up on this roller coaster, tightening the reins. I got this. I'm going to do this. And then you do well, loosening the reins, kind of failure, gain a little bit of weight back and not losing weight. Oh, tighten the reins. Then you do this roller coaster thing. It's easier to pull the shit out of the reins, keep them super tight and practice discipline like you are flexing a muscle. That's what you want to do. If you can practice discipline like you're flexing a muscle, it gets easier and easier over time. And what Cassie and I were talking about is how to skin the cat of peer pressure, societal pressure. When people are overweight, they come to Clovis, they're trying to make a transition and their friends want them to eat pizza and drink with them and their society, the PTA meetings in the church, here's a donut, here's this, here's that. And I was asking Casey for, uh, Cassie for her take on it and her take is exactly the same as mine. We can't really put ourselves in those shoes because we don't give a shit. Somebody could hand me a $1,000 donut. I bought you this donut and it's a special donut and it's $1,000 and I bought it for you without even asking you and I'm gonna be so offended. I'm gonna, nah, fuck you. I'm not eating the donut, sorry. I don't put stuff like that in my body. I'm not having it, you know? So, but the thing is, we weren't always that way. I, when I was a kid, when I was, well, I say kid, like my early 20s, my mid 20s, my teenage years, if somebody bought me a shot of alcohol, I'm drinking that shot of alcohol. Somebody buys me a piece of pizza, I'm eating that piece of pizza. If somebody buys me a donut, $1,000 donut, I'm gonna eat the damn donut, right? I was just like peer pressure. I was hugely impacted by peer pressure. This does not happen overnight. You need to become the person that you want to become. Okay, you need to practice the discipline, practice the mindset, cement the identity. The answer for you here is simply discipline. If you're saying, oh, I go in all in 100% and then I fall off, I bet you if I broke this down and asked you timeline, you'd probably be like, yeah, I do good for like six days and then I mess up. Or even I do good for 20 days and then I mess up, right? People just can't seem to give me consistent months of doing really well. I'm not talking about a day. If you fall off for a day, cool, get on the wagon the next day. But if, you, if, if you've done 30 days and 17 of those days you ate shit you weren't supposed to eat, you're not even attempting this. You're not even attempting this. I'm not pulling punches. This is tough love. You ain't doing shit. Get your act together, right? That's what we're dealing with. 
But if you one day out of your 30 days, you screwed up and ate a freaking donut, that's not a big deal. You're still obviously consistently practicing discipline and also flexing the muscle of fall off the horse, get back on as soon as possible. Next meal, next day, whatever it might be, get right back on the horse. But you need to practice discipline. So the answer for you is to be strict as hell right now. Be strict with yourself and prove to yourself that you can do this thing and stop dicking around with plus minus, plus minus, plus minus. That is not the way to live your life, right? If you want to become a new person, cement the new identity, it's going to require discipline for a certain period of time. You have to do the work. There is no magic pill, everybody, okay? So that's the advice I have for mindset is just decide to go to go all in. That's it. Because I promise you, just like I made the joke about the health insurance, oh, people think I won the genetic lottery because I have biceps, huh? You cannot fathom the amount of work it took to get from point A to point B. If point A was what my genetics gave me and point B is right now, I didn't win any genetic lottery. I assure you, I worked my ass off and still do every single day. Discipline, everybody. Discipline equals freedom because then people see my life and they want to, to live life like that. I want to be able to do the things that you do in the gym. I want to travel to the places that you travel to. I want to work from home. I want to have a company. I want to play cool gigs. That's amazing. I put in my $10,000 on a piano before I was probably 16 years old. You know, it's consistent hard work. It's discipline. So that's the thing is that when I get questions like this, I get a little bit tough love-ish because there's no shortcut. There's not a shortcut. You are literally building a masterpiece here. You know, Joe Rogan said it great in a podcast once. When a river is running through a landscape and it's carving out a landscape to make something like the freaking Grand Canyon, it takes a long time, a long time of consistently flowing water. That is what you're working on when you are building your health and wellness. Your health and wellness is a lifelong pursuit. Now, I assure you, maintenance is far easier than rebuilding. It is much easier to maintain than rebuild, but... If you are fat, sick, and nearly dead, we need to get through the rebuilding phase, and the rebuilding phase is simply going to require a lot of discipline. That's all there is to it. No shortcuts. And you don't want the shortcuts because the journey is the destination. What you learn along the journey through the hard work, the lessons you learn through the hard work, are going to fix this thing where you can, in the future, you will gain the self-awareness. You won't even be able to send Justin from Clovis a message that says, hey, my mindset is all in, but I keep failing. This is just not true. This you you typed you typed an oxymoron to me. I guess you would say like this this fundamentally is a sentence that doesn't make sense, right? So the first step one is be honest about that. I'm not putting you down or anything. You know, I'm sure you're an amazing person trying really hard. So I want to give you the tools to succeed. But a lot of it's it's just mindset. It's just a mindset shift. That's a, it's an odd question to ask. You know, if you're all in, you're not going to fail. That's all there is to it. So don't say you're all in. Just admit, ah, my mindset's a little bit off. I'm struggling with this a little bit. I need to practice mindset. I need to practice discipline, self-discipline, self-awareness, right? Awareness is everything, everybody. I feel like that hour flew by. It was really fast. It's 9.03 right now. Are steam rooms viable substitutes for saunas? The gym sauna is currently down for maintenance. Yeah, dude, whatever you can do to just really heat up your body. Um, I don't think steam rooms get... I don't know what the heat... I don't know much about steam rooms, to be honest. I don't know how hot they get. Like I said, hot is amazing. Infrared... Light therapy is amazing. Traditional sauna is amazing. So again, what you just asked is the same question for Justin and his family of five. What do you have access to? Whatever you have access to, use it. Absolutely use it, right? Heat therapy is amazing no matter how you slice it. What else we got here? 
Judy, yes, I saw that. You had one day out of 354 days where you slipped up. Does it matter at all? Nope. Doesn't matter at all. One day means nothing. 354 days, you were literally perfect Clovis. That's ridiculous. I think you hold the world record for that. Except maybe me or Papa Null. I don't know. Actually, I'm, I don't even know if I've done I'm pretty, that's the thing. I'm, I've been so disciplined for so long that I, I try to tell people this. It's like 95% of my time, I'm like 100% perfect all the time. And then if I go have a glass of wine, I don't care at all, you know? But I'm obviously, at a, I've reached a maintenance point in my health and I know that you have goals that you still want to heat, hit, Judy. So that makes a lot of sense that you're living that way. It's fantastic. I'm super proud of you. That's unbelievable. Like really, really amazing. That's crazy. 354 days. Bananas. Judy, honesty, love it. Yes, I will always, always be honest 100%. I am. I have had it up to here, as they say, everybody, with bullshit influencers online. I can't stand it. I'm at the point now where I want to show up to like big giant meetings of influencers and just grab a microphone and tell everybody how completely full of shit they are. It drives me nuts. Plant-based people, bunch of assholes, don't even practice what they preach. It's just everywhere. It's every, just garbage, nonsense. Be really careful with influencers online. Sonia, I turn food down at work all the time. Every day there is junk food brought into the office and they cannot believe I pass. I remind them it's killing them with every bite. Yeah, my mom is going through this and it's a really big deal because my mom just did her first 30 days of Clovis and now she's doing full blood work panels, 14 vials of blood she took today. Proud of my mama. Um, working with Paul Saladino to try to figure out what's going on hormonally within her, right? At 60 years old. Um, and she realized every single day at work, she didn't realize it. She, you, you live in that world. You just, you just don't realize that you take a mini Hershey kiss and you take a cracker every damn day. People are bringing shit in, you know, and they ride her like crazy. And I was like, mom, all the employees around you, I, some of her fellow employees are probably listening to this actually, because I know they've been introduced to Clovis. You got an entire staff full of fat, sick and nearly dead people. And you're all giving each other fucking nutrition advice. What? And asking my mom, like, how come you're not drinking alcohol? Don't you want just one drink? Don't you miss your alcohol? Well, look, such and such brought in pizza. Can't you have just one slice of pizza? Oh, how are you doing this? You're just not going to eat any pizza for 30 days? And they peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure, pressure. Look around you. Do you want the life that these people have? Why does their peer pressure mean anything to you? It's so crazy. And I'm at a point now where society is, I talked to Cassie about this because Cassie gets the same thing. It's like, you know, society is so screwed right now in terms of health and wellness. Like I literally walked into my appointment today for EEG and I had this shirt on and the girl was like, well, you're in great shape. I was like, what? Nice to meet you. Hi. Thank you, I guess. I appreciate it. But it's like, literally, like when you're a guy like me, you get stared at <laughs> because it's it's just normal. And then I start looking around and I'm in this big giant office building and there's people walking around everywhere. And I'm like, I can't point to one person that is normal body weight. One. I can't find one in a sea of people. This is what we're dealing with, everybody. So again, not to just rant on this, but this mindset thing. If your mindset gives a flying fuck about what anybody around you thinks about your Clovis protocol, I'll fucking send you a shirtless selfie and here you go. Show them me if you have to. I don't know what to do to get people to stop caring what other fat, sick, and nearly dead people think about their Clovis protocol. It makes my head explode. I'm literally getting like 
as you can see, my face is getting crazy red even talking about this. Why do unhealthy people think that they can run around telling people that Clovis is crazy? Not eating carbohydrates is going to kill you. Oh, my God. Haven't you heard that eggs raise your cholesterol? And they're like this. Haven't you heard that eggs raise cholesterol? <laughs> what are we doing here, ladies and gentlemen? Do not listen to these people. Don't. You shouldn't care what they think. When you walk into your office and 90% of people are fat and they offer you candy and you say, nah, I don't eat that. Thanks, bro. Later. And you walk away. You don't sit there and debate them. You don't sit there and listen to their opinions on why you're not eating candy. You don't sit there and let them harp in your ear about everything in moderation. Duh. I have type 2 diabetes. What are we doing? Don't listen to these people. You shouldn't care what they think at all. And yes, you can feel bad for them. You can have empathy for them. Yes, it's funny when I do little silly voices and freak out about this stuff. But it's really, I'm just, I feel terrible about this. I walk around. It's like so difficult to watch people in public. I'm just like, because they're just so lost. They have it in their head that they know what they're doing with nutrition. They're like, no, my opinion is right. And I know everything in moderation. Calories in, calories out. I go on the treadmill and they're 250 pounds and they're five foot two. This is such an injustice. This is such an injustice. So when I talk like this, I'm not making fun of those people. I'm saying that the entire system is destroyed. It's terrible. The deck is stacked against these people, man. And then something like Clovis comes along and you're genuinely trying to help people. Listen to me. I can show you the way. Take my hand. Remove your ego for like three seconds. And let me tell you a couple of things, a couple of core pillars of health that will change your life in less than seven days. Literally, you'll notice it in 48 hours if you just do a couple of the things that I ask you to do. But do not tell me that Snickers bars in moderation are okay because your doctor told you. Don't tell me that when you can barely breathe, right? I think I should wrap this episode. Before I get myself into more trouble. <laughs> people have opinions now, ladies and gentlemen. People listen to this show and stuff. It's crazy. Judy, I already keep discipline with someone with some people and not have a punch bowl moment. Yeah, that's super true. Um, but if I can avoid punch bowl moments, you can certainly avoid punch bowl moments. Because um, remember, if you don't have the arsenal of weapons to be good at punch bowl moments, you're going to get yourself into real trouble. You're going to have a real hard time. Um, I see it all the time, Clovis people, I see them posting on their Facebook, posting health stuff before they are prepared for the comments that they're going to get. They simply do not have the knowledge to do this stuff. Work in the dark, everybody. Go listen to Just Justin working in the dark. Work in the dark, okay? You don't need to share your diet on Facebook every two seconds. You don't need to tell people all about, I wish you, I want you to tell people all about Clovis. I understand that. But understand, if you take a video of me ranting about cholesterol and you put it on your Facebook page, people are going to hop on there and they're going to destroy you in the comments. And you are not going to know how to stick up for yourself. You're not going to know the ins and outs of cholesterol, right? If you're not prepared to talk about cholesterol in depth, you probably shouldn't share about cholesterol, you see? Because you're just going to get slaughtered. And the thing is, the people that are talking to you about cholesterol, they have no idea what they're talking about either. 
So now they have no idea what they're talking about. You're trying to quote me or whatever when you don't really quite know what you're talking about in terms of the world of cholesterol. And now you just created a big giant pissing contest. No minds are changed. The debate rages on and people end up hating each other and going to bed pissed off. I'll show that guy tomorrow when I see them, right? So don't shit in a punch bowl unless you are fully prepared for the consequences and are fully prepared to defend your position, right? If you can't defend your position well, it is not worth starting a fight over this stuff. I say this all the time. If I'm in a public situation, it's very rare that I get thrust into a health and wellness debate, right? This is not going to go well for the other person. Unless I decided to sit in a room with Rob Wolf or Chris Masterjohn and tell them I disagree with them, which I don't, by the way, but I'd get slaughtered. I'd get slaughtered, you know? That's the equivalent of you guys, like, posting to your Facebook, like, I know the truth about cholesterol. Justin told me. You're going to get slaughtered, right? Doesn't mean the people slaughtering you are accurate. They're completely wrong and you are correct. But in the public forum, it's going to look really bad because these people think they're smart and they'll get on Google and search pub, you know, they'll search Healthline or whatever mainstream medical thing and they'll spit stuff out. Saturated fat causes this. Nah, nah, nah. This study shows this, this epidemiological study, and they don't even know what epidemiology is, but they can make you look like a fool. See what I'm saying? So be careful. What else we got? Yes, Judy, it is really hard to see sick people in public, and it does strengthens my resolve for sure. Not, not that I needed it, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I, believe my, I believe my truth. This is my truth. It doesn't matter what it means to anybody else. I really don't care at all, okay? What else we got? Uh, Clint, I was at a restaurant. Someone said I was getting too thin, but I told them to look around at everybody in there. They were all fat. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is our perceptions have literally changed. So one of the things that I tell people, I have this coming out in a Just Justin episode. I have a Just Justin episode coming out about fitness. And um, just for fun, Google or YouTube a crowd from Woodstock. This was in 1969. Just YouTube Woodstock live and look at the crowd. Try to find me an overweight person. Ain't gonna happen. Incredibly difficult. If you were to YouTube any concert, of any artist today, from Beyonce to Luke Bryan to Lady Gaga, the entire crowd will be overweight, probably morbidly obese. Country fans, big time. So, yeah, what are we doing here? We literally deformed an entire species inside of 50 years. That's crazy. If you just, just for that point of reference, look at Woodstock crowd versus current crowd, and if you decide to take any mainstream nutrition advice after that, I don't know what to tell you. That's called natural selection, everybody. Let's end it with that, ladies and gentlemen. This is AMA number 90. I hope you enjoyed it. I ranted a lot randomly. That was weird. It wasn't even about questions. Sorry about that. But I love these conversations. I love hopping on here and just kind of getting all the stuff that's inside me out because I am constantly researching, constantly learning, constantly putting out content for you guys and it helps me kind of keep keep my brain together and keep myself sane so I can have these conversations with you guys in a way. So I hope you find it helpful. Um, if you have any questions at all, remember the show notes. Somebody asked me about the electrolytes recipe that they, people got in the Clovis challenge. The electrolyte recipe is all over the I Am Clovis Facebook group. I put it in there multiple times. It's in the Clovis Academy and also it's in the show notes for the electrolyte episode I did. So I cannot stress enough, you guys, go to clovis.show. Search for electrolytes. It'll pop up, you know? So before you guys hit my email inbox with some of these questions, just do me a favor. Go to the Facebook groups, search for the topic. Go to Clovis.show, search for electrolytes. The electrolyte drink recipe is right there in the show notes on Clovis.show, okay? So it helps, saves me time. I will respond to you, and I'm great at customer service, so I'll send you the electrolyte recipe or whatever. But all this stuff is widely available. 
just a matter of you guys doing one little step before you reach out to me, and that is searching in the Facebook groups or searching on Clovis.show. I work really hard to have multiple websites, multiple groups, multiple places where you guys can search and find all the information that your heart can desire, okay? So use Clovis.show, just like this, AMA number 90, show notes will be up at Clovis.show, and all the stuff we talked about is gonna be in there. Clear light infrared saunas, Dr. Bronner's soap, whatever we talk about, it's all gonna be there, okay? That's how Clovis.show works. Go to Clovis.show and utilize it, okay? That's it, AMA number 90. My name is Justin Nall. I love you. Thanks for letting me do this amazing Clovis work. I love it. And I'll see you guys in the Facebook groups tomorrow. Clovis Challenge people, check your inbox for day four of the Clovis Challenge tomorrow. Exciting stuff. And thank you guys so much for being here. Get some good quality sleep. Until next time, Justin Nall, signing off. Bye.